Well, Joseph Gitler is with us live via telephone from Israel. He's founder of Leket Israel. Many of you are familiar with the incredible work they do year-round. This time of year, I would suspect uh, they're even more necessary. After all, we are rapidly approaching a very important holiday season. Joseph Gitler, shalom, shalom, happy Purim. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, as always, for the opportunity to be here with you. A pleasure. I'm going to start. I'm going to go in order with the things I want to discuss with you this morning. Uh, first of all, I, I I have to assume I'm correct that as major holidays approach, the work of Leket Israel becomes even more and more important. It's an interesting thought that you have. Um, in general, I agree that that's true, but I always like to say that we need to work 365 days a year because a person who needs food assistant needs it in February or in November as much as they need it around the Chagim. That's true. But of course, there's a greater um, outpouring of help, both philanthropically and from food companies, when the holidays do come around. But let's never forget those in need all days of the year. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. A uh, couple of things um, uh, regarding recent news from Israel. The fourth annual Food Waste and Rescue Report has been issued. I did not even know that such a report exists, frankly. And it says here that an average Israeli family throws out food that's worth almost $1,000, dollars I'm speaking about, not shekel, per year, equivalent to a month and a half of household food consumption expenditure. Uh, Leket, from the beginning, has been trying everything within your power uh, to uh, limit the amount of waste, to limit the amount that people are throwing out and uh, assuming nobody um, can benefit from it. Uh, has this number gone down? Have previous reports been higher? What could you tell us about these statistics? So first off, I want to say we've got to do a better job on our PR if you haven't heard about this report yet. <laughs> and, we will, and we'll do our best. Thank you. Um, but um, look, each year the report focuses on a different aspect of food waste. So we've done uh, industrial cooked food waste. We've done agricultural food waste. This is the first year where we specifically looked at food waste in the home, which is not something Leket generally deals with. We don't necessarily pick up food at people's homes. We are much more into bulk. But we thought it was important to point out to people how much it hits you in the pocket because people don't pay close enough attention because it's not like you're spending that $1,000 in one moment in time. It's just something that adds up as the year goes on. And this is quite common in all Western countries from other reports that we've seen. I, I would say, actually, I think it's gotten a little bit better with our emphasis and publicity on food waste and, and pushing the issue. I think it's gotten a little bit better. It's also gotten better because I think people uh, in general are more aware of the impact, the environmental impact. And hopefully sometimes it's almost like when you try to get people to stop smoking. Yeah. Sometimes when you can say to them, do you know how much money? I remember once seeing a commercial an anti-smoking commercial where they basically did the math and some guy who'd been smoking two packs a day for 30 years could have bought a second home. Right. So sometimes when you get one, it hits you in the pocket, maybe people will make changes. Joseph Gittler's with us, founder of Leket Israel. By the way, I would assume that people can still, even on this era of Purim, go online and order some Purim e-cards, part of your campaign. I would guess it's still possible, right? Yeah, they can order them today. They can order them tomorrow. And frankly, it's still fr on Friday. It's still Purim Yerushalayim. So right. keep on ordering those cards. Yeah, it's really a wonderful way to support us. I think it's a wonderful way also to get a message about what's really important in Purim. I'm not saying don't do the mitzvah. 
do your Mishloach Manot, but if we think about it, Mishloach Manot is, is, is important and we should do it, but utilizing those extra funds that you might have to help those in need is, is a very powerful statement. Someone actually sent me today a little, a little image which showed, uh, it was in Hebrew, it said um, sort of, have we gone crazy? And it showed a wad of 200 shekel bills, and that's you know, what the person was spending on Mishloach Manot. And then it showed a little, uh, a little pillar of um, 10, 10 agurot coins, and that's what the person was spending on Matanot Levionim. Wow. So do your mitzvot, but keep in mind what the real spirit of the law is. Mm, you just gave us a tremendous perspective on those two uh, things that we do on the Purim. All right, Leket's Purim e-card campaign, very easy to access. Go to Purim.Leket.org, Purim.Leket, L-E-K-E-T. Dot org. All right, two more things. Uh, Leket has worked for the last 10 years to pass the Food Donation Act. The Knesset passed it uh, just this past October. What is the Food Donation Act? So we had a general concern in Israel that uh, food donors at times would say to us, without a more serious government protection in case something goes wrong with the food, uh, they wouldn't give us food because they were scared of being sued. Uh, quite a typical American type of issue. Right. And uh, the, these laws exist in the U.S., good Samaritan laws. They're right. passed, they exist federally, state, and often even locally. And, uh, but it took a long time in Israel. You know, it's been a really interesting experience for us because, in general, food owners have reacted wonderfully to us. But when we wanted to get this law passed, the Justice Ministry had a really hard time getting their hands around giving a blanket protection for things that could go wrong. So the fear is the the fear is you you approach a food distributor or produce distributor or a caterer or whatever the case may be, and if something is in fact wrong and something down the road happens, you know something bad happens to somebody down the road, they're going to be the ones held responsible. Correct, and in general, um, it's it's a reasonable concern, and that's who worked hard at this law, and it did, but it did take ten years. The the wheels of bureaucracy move. Slowly, even in a especially in a country where governments change so often. Right. Uh, all right. So now people can fear less that some type of legal action may be taken against them. What What's the current situation? Yes, definitely. And we're we're feeling the difference. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, yesterday, a Leket volunteer called me. He was in a, a, a major hall, and he was speaking to the owner. And the owner said, "I um, never was willing." To donate food because I'm worried about liability. And the guy said, well, didn't you hear about this new law? And he said, no, which also gives me concern because the entire catering uh, infrastructure in this country should be first and foremost know about this law. And the minute he heard about this law, he said, have them call me. So we're seeing the impact. And what it's going to necessitate for Leckett, fortunately, unfortunately, is a lot more food, fortunately. Unfortunately, it's going to necessitate us trying to raise additional funds to put more trucks on the road and open new routes, because we are seeing the impact of that law. All right, I hear that. Joseph Gittler's with us, uh, founder of Leket Israel. They are doing amazing work and trying to prevent as much food waste as possible and trying very hard to distribute whatever good food is available to people, uh, to those in need in the state of Israel. Finally, it's no secret, Joseph, that a lot of people listening to this broadcast right now are going to be sp- who normally spend time outside of Israel are going to be spending a lot of time in Israel during the month of Nisan, the upcoming holiday of Pesach. It says here that for the first time ever, you have three consecutive days of Pesach picking, meaning where people can come and volunteer. Tell us how it works and what people need to do. 
Okay, well, first I'll mention people can come and volunteer with us throughout the year when they're in Israel, but specifically for Pesach, um, I, you come to our website, there's details there, or send to info at leket.org to connect with us, and uh, you'll come and volunteer. We have two days in Rehovot, one day up north in the Halal, where you'll par- be participating, rescuing fruits and vegetables. I can't tell you what it is yet, but rest assured whether it's citrus fruits or whether it's picking onions in the field, the experience is fabulous. It's really a way of connecting with the land of Medinat Yisrael in ways that people sometimes can imagine. And, of course, then you're helping those in need by getting them healthy fruits and vegetables, which we'll deliver to them after the Chagim, some of it during the Chagim as well. We need all the help we can get. One of the reasons we're doing extra days is We've been accused of not being, um, how shall I put it, uh, thoughtful enough for those keeping two days of Yantif. <laughs> um, Interesting. So I'm not going to tell you what I think about that because I don't want to get in trouble with some of your listeners. But uh, I look forward to the day where everyone's keeping one day. But we, we decided this year, you know what, it's not fair. People want to volunteer, um, and they can't sometimes because they're keeping two days. So that's one of the reasons we're having these three days uh, this year. And if it's successful, I imagine we'll continue it in the future as well. And I know that this really doesn't need to be said, but I'll point to that anyway. It's a great family activity. If you want to bond with your family and really do something unique and different compared to normal Cholomoid outings, it's a great way to uh, spend a family day. It's a great way to spend a family day outdoors. The weather should be nice, not too hot yet. And I'll add, if anyone is celebrating a special simcha, a bar, bat mitzvah, a wedding, let us know, and we will make sure to note that and present a certificate on the day that this is how you chose to spend part of your time celebrating this special time in your life. All right, and I assume just go to leket.org and people can sign up or get information there? They certainly can. All right, everybody, it's very simple. Everything we've discussed this morning from the uh, Purim campaign in terms of the uh, the e-cards for Leket and the, all the information regarding Leket's work in Israel, plus, of course, what they're doing over Pesach in terms of the uh, picking and collection days. It's all online. Go to leket.org, L-E-K-E-T. Org. Joseph Gittler's founder of Leket, I say a happy Purim to you. Great speaking to you, and continue your amazing work on behalf of the Jewish people. Thank you. Freilichen Purim to all, and our, you know, our great hope, of course, is that the work of Leket somehow, someday, shrivels up, but until that time, we will keep on pushing as hard as we can and efficiently as we can to take care of those in need. Kolekavo, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. Hope everyone's fast is going well. It's Erev Purim, Tanis Esther here at JFDM. <laughs>